good day you are welcome to this morning broadcast i pray that as you listen the lord god almighty will visit you your life will receive transformation those things you are expecting the lord to do for you you will receive answer to them in the name of jesus the lord help you the lord bless you in the mighty name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have prayed you are welcome this morning again as you listen, may the Lord bless and transform in Jesus' name. This morning, we are going to be looking at we are in the world and not of the world. Praise the Lord. We are in the world, but not of the world. By the grace of God, it's going to be a teaching that will have a part because we can exhaust it in one episode. Um, the Bible makes us understand the book of John chapter 17, verse 14 to 19. See, I have given them thy word, and the word had hated them, because they are not of the word, even as I am not of the word. I pray not that thou should take them out of the world, but thou should keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy word, thy word is truth, and thy word has sent me into the world. Even so, as thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sake I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Praise the Lord. We are living in the world, but we are not of the world. But we are sent into the world. So we are sent into the world. We are not of the world. Uh, by the grace of God, the teaching is going to be a very long one, but I'm going to be having it in part. So we'll be having it episode upon episode. And so today, we live at a time I consider to be the most dangerous period for Christians to survive with their faith. The line of demarcation between the godly and the ungodly as one out. The one time ten and mark that define holiness and sanctification have changed so rapidly, yet without anyone giving it consideration. Some years before, Christians had easily identified by their words, dresses, companions, music, confession, etc. But today, None of this can truly identify a believer. The world and the church has mingled, leaving a state of absolute confusion that kept us wondering who is a Christian indeed, and what are the mark of true Christianity. So I look for the church and I found it in the world. I look for the world and I found it in the church. This is a word of a man. Of God. Some believers simply threw up their hand in suffering without even trying to live by God's standard anymore. Their claim is that to follow Christ seems too hard, too boring, or just too odd. Thereby, they compromise little by little while being too so used to the world. They never realize they are compromising. So, other even compromise with God's holy standard, a misguided attempt to be irrelevant. 
this is what we experience in our world. These are indications that the Christians in the world are equally of the world. What an aberration to define the mandate echoed by Paul in the book of 2 Corinthians. So, everybody now, both the world and the church, now seems to look the same. But remember what the word of the Lord says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. He said, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbeliever. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion has light with darkness? We apply it. We have to apply this to our daily life. That we live in the world, but we are not of the world. Yes, we are of the world, not of the world. We are of the world, not of the world. I pray the Lord will give you understanding in Jesus' name. Beloved, this scriptures goes beyond marriage. It speaks of all our Christian living. No equally yoke with the world. No communion with the world. And apparently, there should be no fellowship with the world. The world with its compliance, the flesh and the devil are great threats to our Christian faith. And they always go together. In the book of James chapter 3 verse 15, the Bible says, This wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. So, I pray that God will help us as we journey in this world not to be of the world. And if you are not going to be of the world, you need to understand what the world looks like and why you need to be of the world and not of the world. Word W-O-R-D and Word W-O-R-L-D. So why you need to be for the world and not for the world? You need to follow the meaning of the word. You know, the Bible makes us understand in the book of John chapter 14 verse 13. He said, For the prince of this world coming and had nothing in him. Yes. The prince of this world coming and found nothing in me. So, if you are going to live beyond the world and be of the world, of the Lord, that is of Christ, then the priest of this world must not find anything in you. And so for that to happen, you first of all know, know the meaning of the word and how large the word is. The word from Greek word is cosmos. From the Greek word study stands for humanity, mankind. The inhabitant of the world, the sum total of all created beings above the level of the animal, humanity in general, the human race. This is what the world means. But cosmos define the world not as a natural influence but as an evil force. So, why who says you live in the world and you are not of the world is that the world has a compelling force that is from the devil, it's evil. I pray the Lord will help us to understand what we are saying today in the name of Jesus. Those words, uh, we can categorize them into four or five. Let me say five. 
part. And the first one I'm going to be looking most to look is the word, the physical word. We have the physical word, we have the human word, we have the moral word, and we have the temporal and the common word. The physical word, I will explain now. I pray the Lord will have us our time is fast spent. I want to manage time so that we'll be able to work. So that we will be bringing the part in episode by episode. So do more to make sure you follow from one episode to another to for better understanding. So the physical world at its largest extent they include the whole universe, the cosmos, which the Bible explained to us in the book of John chapter 1 verse 9 and the book of Acts chapter 17 verse 24. And the creation, Romans chapter 8 verse 20. God created the world usually means the earth itself, therefore he owns it. Genesis 1 verse 1 to 2. Acts chapter 2 verse 24. The Revelation chapter 10 verses explain to us that God owns the earth. He created it by himself. But now, we need to understand now the human world. So the human world includes dry land where people can live. The habitat of the earth where they do live. The people who live there are human, are things who has life and things who does not have life also and that is that can be explained in Genesis chapter 1 verse 9 to 10 and Revelation chapter 10 verse 2 then we have the moral world the moral world includes people in different or host or hostile to God the God's hostile environment generally and in the wider sense corruption and even some of under the general term, the world, before the flood, nearly all the people of the world became corrupted. Genesis chapter 6 verse 11 explained that to us. Before the flood, everybody in the world are almost corrupted. Almost everybody in the world is corrupted. In Jesus' time, the world hated him. The Bible makes us understand in the book of John chapter 7 verse 4, 7 that they hated him when he came to the world because he was not of the world he walked not as of the world and we hate his followers so as you are a follower of jesus sometimes you look at yourself and you say why do people hate me why am i being hated by the world i want to tell you the reason is because you are not of the world so the world is going to hate you that's John chapter 18, John chapter 15, verse 18 to 19 explained that the word ungodly people cannot receive the things of God because the word is the word hostility to God, the word hostility to God, it is full of corruption and stand as a symbol of corruption. The Bible makes us understand the book of 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4. The word stand as a symbol for corruption. And then the last that I will, talk, or I will look into today and before we continue in the next episode is the temporal and the coming world. So I'm going to imagine the four and five together which is the temporal and the coming world. Although the Old Testament presents the idea that the present world is temporal. Yes, the Bible makes us understand in the book of Psalm 102 verse 25 to 27 that this present world is temporal. 
it will soon wipe away. The distinction between this world and the world to come does not appear clearly until the New Testament period comes. We do not really understand what it means, the difference between the present world and the coming world until the birth of the New Testament. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us and grant us understanding in Jesus' name. Satan rule only this world. He has no way to rule only in this world. The Bible will make us understand in the book of John chapter 12, verse 31. And the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. So, not to the next one. The next one is Jesus' kingdom. Satan cannot rule there. So that is why Jesus is not of this world. John chapter 18, verse 36 explains that better. But belong to the coming age. Jesus belongs to the coming age. And we also that are his followers are for his coming and for the coming age. Paul expressed concern that believers may become so caught up in the affair of this world that they will experience or do hardship in living for Christ. That the present world is passing away. As the present world is passing away, even now. Therefore, believers must look forward to the new world, a new heaven, and a new earth, the home of the righteous. And I think that should be your pride every day. That should be what you fight for. That should be what you sought for. That should be the place your mind should be. And I think our lesson, we are going to be dealing with this number four and number five, the present and the, temp- the temporal and the coming world. So I pray as you continue to listen, the Lord help bless you in Jesus' name. So in the next episode, we are going to be looking at uh, the different view of what, how the world looks like, different definition of the world like. As the Lord is going to be helping us, we are going to be looking at the definition for worthiness. Worthiness, worthiness is a spirit, an atmosphere, an influence permitting the whole of life and human society and it is needed to be guided against constantly so i'm going to be explaining that in the next episode so thank you very much for joining us this hour again can you just pray now and say father help me to understand the world i am living in and then you know if you have the understanding of the world you are living in you know how to live in the world because nothing matters to you nothing matters to so pray and say, Father, help me to have understanding of the present world in the name of Jesus. So, this will shall it be for you in the name of Jesus. God bless you. See you in the next episode.